Who's ready for a contest? It's that time again. In fact, this contest is going to run all the way up until Thanksgiving, where you're looking at November 1st through November 17th. The deadline is November 18th. You need to join the podcast contest by the 18th to get put in. I don't care if you are a practitioner or not. All you have to do is leave a review on the podcast, subscribe to it, and then tell us you did that with the form inside the show notes below. I would love it if you also share it on social media too. That's a big help for us to reach other ears so more people can learn from this podcast just as you are doing. So once again, to get inside the podcast contest, you need to subscribe to it if you already haven't, leave a review, and then check the link in the show notes and that will tell you how to give us your information so we know you did it and then also for us to reach out to you. Now here are the winners. Out of everybody, we're going to give away not five, not 10, but 15 signed copies of my book. From anybody who joins, we will be drawing 15 names. So you're going to need to leave your name, your email address, and your shipping address inside that contact information on our form below. You can find that form in the show notes. If you are a practitioner, you have a special grand prize available to you. Our next and final Master Bloodwork live event, like final as in possibly ever, final live event, is on December 13th. It is a Tuesday. Now there's going to be something special with this. We're going to do the live event where I teach you all of the blood work in four and a half hours on December 13th from 1 to 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Set your date aside, mark your calendars, block off your schedule, no patients during that time. Same time next day, December 14th. We're going to spend it two hours on a special Q&A session at the same time. Then we'll take a 30-minute break. And then we're going to do something special, which I've never done before and I'm excited to do. We're going to together map out our 2023 plan. December 14th, that second two-hour session. So December 13th and December 14th from 1 to 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Block off the date. There will be one grand prize winner from this podcast contest who will get to join for free. It'll probably be... 1200 bucks because of the brand new portion, which I'm excited about. You're going to get that just like the regular, regular price of this master blood work event. And again, this is the last time it's being ran live. So come join us December 13th and 14th to block off the date. You'll get the registration link soon until then join the podcast contest. Let's make sure more ears can hear this. And just, you never know, maybe you will be the grand prize winner. Maybe a book, a signed copy of my book will show up on your doorstep. If you haven't grabbed my book yet, go grab it. It's on Amazon. Why are my labs normal is the title. It'll teach you everything you need to know about blood work and more. All right. If you haven't started using or are using systemic formulas, you need to. Don't get their supplements from Amazon. They are counterfeit as are many other of this quality. 
Grab them at systemicformulas.com and check out mybiome.com, M-Y-B-Y-O-M-E. And let's get this party started. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. Now, I always say we have a special guest, but we really have a special guest this time. Terry Walls is a walking testimonial that despite a diagnosis, you can overcome it if you so choose. Dr. Terry Walls is now a professor at University of Iowa and an internal medicine doc who specializes also in neurology. But her coolest, I mean, she probably has the coolest health story ever. If you don't know who she is, look up who she is and tune in because she got diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis, and was in, I remember seeing picture pictures of you and in, in, in wheelchairs, getting on stages in wheelchairs. And now it's like, you would have no clue. You got MS. So tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah. So, you know, I'm diagnosed in 2000 because I've developed weakness in my left leg. Uh, the neurologist says multiple sclerosis. <clears throat> I'm a uh, physician here at the University of Iowa. I see the best people. I go to the best MS center in the country, take the newest drugs. Three years later, I'm in a tilt incline wheelchair. Now, my neurologist has convinced me to... Uh, stop being a vegetarian and begin the paleo diet. I continue declining. I start reading the basic science and I begin experimenting. because so I have this theory that mitochondria are the big driver. So I take supplements uh, and these supplements slow my decline, but I'm still declining. Uh, I discover a study using electrical stimulation of muscles. I convinced my physical therapist, let me try that. By the way, it hurts like hell. Um, but when, it, when it's over, I feel really great. And so we add electrical stimulation uh, to my uh, regimen. Um, <clears throat> I then discover the Institute for Functional Medicine. I take their course on neuroprotection. I have a longer list of supplements. And then I have this really big aha idea. And Dr. Kylie, I'm so embarrassed it took me this long to have it. Because uh, uh, I've already spent four years in a tilt recline wheelchair, five years doing the ancestral health paleo diet thing, uh, four years doing it progressively intensive supplements. But then I had this, this crazy idea. What if I research where these nutrients are in the food? Because I'm taking 17 supplements by that point. So that's several more months of research. I redesigned my paleo diet based on uh, you know what I learned from ancestral health, functional medicine, my review of the science. Start that in December. In the end of January, I realized I'm definitely not, not as tired, uh, I, don't have, I should say not as fatigued. Uh, my mental clarity is improving. My physical therapist says, Terry, you're definitely getting stronger. Uh, and I can sit up again, which I hadn't been able to do uh, for, for several years. So I can sit in a regular chair for my meals, in a regular chair at, at my desk. Uh, and then I, I begin walking with walking sticks at, at the VA hospital. And people are stunned to see me walking. And then, so six months into this, I, I've i been walking around the neighborhood and I tell Jackie, you know, I'd like to try biking. Because I haven't biked in six years. We have this emergency family meeting because my, my uh, kids, my son's 16, daughter's 13, they, de they don't want me to do this because they're, they're afraid I'll I'll fall and get hurt. But Jackie decides, okay, we'll, we'll try. 
and she tells my son to jog on the left, my daughter on the right, uh, you're just going to follow. So I push off. And the bike, the bike wobbles, but I catch my balance and I bike around the block. Yeah, and my, my big 16-year-old son, he's crying. My 13-year-old daughter, she's crying. My wife's crying. We're crying, crying, right? You're just like, just talking and, about and I, it. And I cry even talking about it because it was at that moment that I understood the current understanding of progressive multiple sclerosis, secondary progressive, is incomplete. It, and like how much recovery might be possible. And so, you know, I, I bike a little every day. And then in October, so about nine months after this new way of eating and living, uh, Jackie signs me up for the Courage Ride, which is 18.5 miles. And once again, as I cross that finish line, my kids are crying, Jackie's crying, I'm crying. And, you know, I have a new way of thinking about life, a new way of thinking in my clinical practice. And it ultimately changes the focus of the research that I do. I think you've changed the focus of research for Life. millions of researchers. And especially for those of us who are functional medicine practitioners in any way, shape, or form. And even more importantly, for those who get the diagnosis. Absolutely. Those who have to sit across and hear, you have this, you have that. And to realize, if Terry can do it, so can I. There, there's absolutely hope. So what, what may not have been clear is that, so I, I have trigeminal neuralgia as part of my symptom complex. So I was having progressively severe pain. Uh, and I, my torso muscles were getting progressively weaker. Uh, so you know, I hit the tilt recline wheelchair uh, in just three years after my diagnosis. Four years in that wheelchair. Uh, and though my my supplements were slowing my decline. I was still getting worse. Uh, in an 07, I could not sit up anymore. I had a zero, a special kind of chair that let me recline back with my knees higher than my nose. Jeez. Um, I was beginning to have brain fog. My chief of staff had told me that in January, I'd have to start uh, seeing patients in the traumatic brain injury clinic. And, and, you know, really this was his way of saying, you're, you're not you can't do your job anymore. Uh, and it, it was going to force me to come to terms with the fact that I'd have to apply for medical disability. See, I didn't understand. I didn't realize that you were a doctor before all this. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I, am a physician, which worked out really well because you know, I'm reading uh, this basic science. And I decided to start experimenting on myself. Uh, and, um, then of course I had this amazing success. Uh, and then, of course, this changes how I'm practicing medicine. I start spending more time focused on diet and lifestyle with my patients. And I actually am, am really very good at getting people to make these really big changes in their diet to get step counters and begin being more active. And we start reversing diabetes, high blood pressure, improving mental health issues. Uh, and then, you know, my, my partners a few partners started complaining that I was not practicing standard of care. So then I had to meet with my chief what? of staff. So he said, Terry, what's going on? People are complaining uh, about you. Um, and fortunately, I brought with me a, a hand, an armful of scientific papers. We went through them and said, okay, Terry, um, but you can't 
you, you can't be annoying your partners. So he sent me off to work in the uh, University Complementary Alternative Medicine Clinic. Uh, and actually, in retrospect, I'm really grateful for that time because what I learned is uh, a different way of talking about this in the medical record with my patients. And by now I, I'm making these public uh, lectures. And I make it clear that my message is about creating health. I'm helping cellular physiology, helping people improve their diet and their lifestyle. And then we monitor for side effects of my protocol that we may have to reduce their medication for blood pressure, medication for blood sugars, medication for pain, mental health issues as uh, their health improves. And uh, you know, this is very individualized. So people will still get their conventional FDA approved treatments from whoever is treating that. I'll work on improving their health and monitoring for side effects of my interventions so that people reduce their meds uh, as indicated. Then that message actually was very well received. But it's a real art to learn how to talk about um, uh, what I was doing so my conventional colleagues would feel okay, not threatened, my patients are safe, uh, and I'm not creating such a uh, uproar. It was a process. I'm sure it was a process, especially with an MD background. And at a university, you know, we are um, a skeptical uh, group of folks. Uh, we, we are very skeptical of each other's research. There's always a lot of pushback. Um, but you know, it was interesting. My uh, chair of medicine at the university asked me to write up a case report and then a case series. Uh, and then he um, wanted me to do a uh, clinical trial. So we did that first trial, which was basically, I had to write, it took about a year to write out the protocol of what I had done. Uh, we got funding from some uh, Canadians to do a small uh, safety and feasibility study to show that people could do what I'd done. Uh, that's others with secondary primary progressive MS. Uh, so they did the paleo diet, targeted supplements, uh, a mantra-based meditation, uh, exercise, electrical stimulation of muscles, a complicated regimen. But, you know, I, we had a stunning level of adherence and we had a really large uh, effect size with reduction in um, fatigue, improvement in uh, quality of life as measured by the short form 36, uh, 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 reduction in fatigue as measured by fatigue severity scale. And half of our folks had clinically meaningful improvement in walking function and or hand function, uh, which of course, uh, I'm sure you know, uh, Dr. Kiley, is if you're, once you get to the secondary progressive phase of MS, we take incredibly toxic drugs trying to flatten out the, the uh, rate of disability. You don't expect anyone to improve. Mm -hmm. You expect 10 to 20% worsening every year. So as a group, we held them exactly flat, but half of them had clinically meaningful improvement in walking. And some of these folks started jogging again. So, you know, it, it's certainly possible. It is work. There, there is work involved, but we have seen some amazing, amazing results. I think anything worthwhile in life requires work. That's the heroic story. And I would much rather 
I would much rather work than deal with just a, a sentence, a lifetime sentence. So when you're talking about work and what does it entail, if the listeners are like, you know, I have an aunt with MS or I have MS or I have any other autoimmune disease, what would you say is the first step well, they can take right now to the... Uh, well, I suppose the very first step is to realize uh, recovery is possible, that uh, I've had my own recovery. Uh, we've done it in clinical trials. Um, uh, so it's been verified by neurologists looking prospectively that people can improve can improve thinking, mood, quality of life, uh, walking function. So yes, it is absolutely possible. So step one, believe it's possible. Step two, uh, we have to get really in touch with why I wanna do this. Uh, so I'm willing to do the work. Um, so that's a big conversation we have. A great question is, if things could moderately improve, what would you do with you and your family? Uh, another question is, for whom or what would you go into a burning house to save? Uh, that can be very revealing to think about that. And then we try to tie into the intervention that, that we're gonna try for you. Uh, and, we, and we talk about diet, sometimes we talk about meditation, sometimes we talk about exercise, sometimes we get to do all three. Uh, and then um, we link the effort required to in this case, because now we're studying diet, to uh, learn how to follow the diet. Uh, we have to keep you motivated. So understanding your why will be very, very helpful. Uh, and uh, the other thing that's really helpful uh, we've learned is this is a family intervention. Uh, and so we like to have the patient and whoever is in their family, uh, uh, the other adult, uh, if they have one, come join us so they can get educated uh, when they, when we do the diet education. So they understand what the diet looks like, why it is designed the way it is, uh, and uh, that we encourage this as a family. So if the family agrees, here are the foods we're going to add to our diet. Here are the foods we're going to reduce or eliminate from our diet. And how we're going to support the patient is for their uh, line of sight in terms of uh, their eating environment that people will be much more successful if the line of sight is with filled with the foods that you eat and that the foods that you have decided to reduce or eliminate are out of the line of sight so for some families that means okay we'll take it out of the house uh, we'll take it off the kitchen table we will take it uh, out of the kitchen and, and that's a conversation uh, that each family can have to decide how they're going to support the patient in that line of sight. I like that. Something simple. If, if you, like I sell people, I don't drink water unless it's like sitting on my desk and I see it. I remember grab my water to drink it. Otherwise it could be four or five in the evening. I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, I've only had 16 ounces of water, right? So taking it out of your line of sight is a simple and easy tool to act. And, and just like you said here, you have to first believe. Yeah. And that takes courage because you're in the world that says, no, this isn't right. You're going to just decline. So going against mainstream. Being, being willing to see that. Uh, so I have an amazing recovery story. Um, but we also have done clinical trials that have repeatedly shown that recovery is possible. Uh, and that is uh, the best evidence you can have is our scientific experiments. 
Um, so we're in our eighth, eighth, that, that comes after seven, our eighth clinical trial. Uh, and all those other trials uh, have had uh, positive results. Uh, we've had 20 uh, peer-reviewed scientific uh, publications uh, about the various trials that we've done. Uh, we've had uh, that many posters and more uh, about uh, those clinical trials. So, yes, we, we, we have been able to show that this stuff makes a big difference. Yeah, there's proof, not just your proof, but there's proof Correct. for many others, too. Yeah. And then number two is figure out your why. And I talk a lot about money and overcoming our money mindset now with, with my own journey. And you have to really dig deep into your why. And I know you and I were talking about this a little bit beforehand, but especially when you get the haters and you get yeah. the people who are attacking you negatively. So let's, let's jump into that a little bit more about you're going to get them and how do you handle them? Yeah, it, it, it will, it will happen. You know, early in my, in my uh, journey, uh, once I recovered, I started talking uh, publicly about my journey saying, you know, um, uh, a paleo diet, uh, although I do have vegetarian versions of the diet as well. Um, meditation, exercise, uh, it can be really quite remarkable. Uh, people would attack me uh, for not having MS, uh, for faking being disabled. Uh, would attack, faking? Uh, yes, uh, that I faked being disabled for four years. Oh gosh. Uh, that's sort of wild. Uh, they attacked the University of Iowa for being incompetent in their MS care. Or they didn't know how to make a diagnosis. Uh, then they attacked me for uh, doing the research, saying that I couldn't do it in an unbiased fashion. Uh, they attacked the university because their uh, conflict of interest management plans clearly could not be uh, adequate because all of my studies have been uh, favorable. Uh, and my advice to everyone is just put your head down and do your work. Um, I, now, fortunately for me, uh, the university did send me over to the, the um, complementary alternative medicine clinic, so I learned how to talk you know, carefully that I'm working on creating health and monitoring for the side effects of creating health, which means you'll have to reduce your medications, most likely, and that we do offer FDA-approved treatments for disease, and we send people to the appropriate folks for that. Um, they don't have to be in conflict. Um, so you have to learn how to message, but you also have to learn how to have a really thick skin and just do what is ethically right. Um, so I, I'll talk to my patients. I'm careful to disclose I'm working on creating health through your diet and your health behaviors. And then we have to monitor closely your medication use because your medication needs will likely change. That message is, uh, tends to be very well received. Uh, I, I'm very careful to not criticize my FDA-approved uh, treatments. Like, okay, they have FDA, they're approved treatments for disease for symptoms and disease states. They don't necessarily get to the root cause, uh, and they don't address diet, self-care, lifestyle that increasingly are recognized as vital to health. Uh, so, trying to learn how to play nice in the sandbox, but keep your head down. Criticisms will happen, let it roll off your back, and just keep doing the right thing by your patients. Yeah, my assistant, yesterday I got rocked by some criticism, and my assistant's like, you need to pull up the Taylor Swift song and just dance to shake it off. Just shake oh, it off, true. shake it off. You 
the you know, I'd say the other thing that probably really helped me. Oh, I have a couple things that helped. One is I'm a little bit socially uh, clueless. I'm, I'm very into uh, nature, hard work, uh, and uh, so uh, that's okay. Uh, another fact that probably helped is uh, I'm gay. So as I was growing up, I had to come to terms with if I'm going to live my life to be who I am, there's going to be a lot of criticism, uh, but I can't live a lie. So I, I just put my head down, lived my life quietly, uh, and realized that if I just am who I am uh, with my friends and my colleagues at work, it, it's going to be fine. Uh, and if I do my research, you have to want to do something really new. You have to publish in a low-impact journal because nobody believes that the crazy new ideas that you have. And then you get a higher-impact journal and a higher-impact journal, and you work your way up the food chain. So, uh, Dr. Kylie, my my lab team uh, has done um, a, a very nice review of all of the uh, dietary intervention studies that will be uh, getting published in a very high-impact uh, journal. So. We are making progress, but you just have to do the right thing, put your head down, and let the criticism roll off your back. And I always tell people, too, you're going to attract the right ones for you. Correct. You're going to repel the wrong ones the for wrong you. Ones. And that's okay. And for someone who you know, has accepted that MS is their lifelong terminal illness or Parkinson's or whatever the case may be, your story is going to be really repelling to them because that means they, they could actually put in the work and effort to try to overcome and be, and live a better lifestyle, whatever that looks like, or they can just accept it as is. And I have so many people tell me, well, I'm on social, I'm on, I'm on disability, so I can't pay for your services. Well, what if we took the 0% credit card or whatever we need to do to pay for the year long treatment program that will then change your life so you can go back to work and work for the next 30 years. But they've already sat there in their doctor's office or in their bedroom or who, wherever it may be and just accepted this is it. You know, the, the other uh, observation I have uh, for folks is that um, for years I worked in the VA. Um, uh, uh, the people I saw in my primary care clinic, the traumatic brain injury clinic, and the new clinic that we created, the Therapeutic Lifestyle Clinic, a lot of those folks were on disability, living on food stamps, uh, and shopping in small towns in Iowa or Missouri or Illinois, in the little rural grocery stores. And we taught them how to do basically the Walls diet. They had the vegetarian version and the paleo version. Uh, we taught them meditation. We taught them cooking, meal planning, and they were living on food stamps. And they were incredibly successful. And yes, they were eating conventional food, they couldn't always figure out how to get organic food, they couldn't afford it. Uh, but we stress that you just do the best you can with the resources you have. And Dr. Kali, we saw spectacular results with rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus, fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, cognitive decline, metabolic syndrome, obesity, heart disease, anxiety, depression, PTSD, traumatic brain injury, Wherever you are, I invite you to begin the journey. I love it. And I know that they can begin the journey or join you on your journey in some research. Tell us about that opportunity for them. 
So we have a, a study, Efficacy of Diet and Quality of Life in Multiple Sclerosis. Uh, this study uh, is for people ages 18 to 70 with relapsing, remitting multiple sclerosis. Uh, and you'll need to come to Iowa uh, at month zero, month three, month 24. Uh, we'll get MRIs at month zero and month 24. The MRIs do not have contrast in them. They're a little more powerful magnet. Uh, so that we don't need to have any contrast. Uh, we'll measure uh, uh, self-reported uh, fatigue, quality of life, uh, your walking function, hand function, vision function, uh, and some working memory. It will be the largest, longest dietary intervention study that's been done to date in the setting of MS. And even if you have progressive MS, I want you to screen for, complete the screening because we will, we're writing a protocol for a progressive MS study as well. So right now we can only um, enroll relapsing remitting, but if you turn out to have progressive MS, uh, please complete the screening process because then you'll be on our list and we can reach out to you when we're ready to enroll uh, for the progressive MS study. And again, we, we, we want to get 156. Um, we have 45 in, so there's 101 more that we could enroll. Uh, and so I, I've got another year to do that. And I, I would love for your listeners to, to screen or to tell their friends and family to screen so you can at least get on my list uh, for future studies. Yeah, so if you have MS, if you know of somebody who has MS, if you're a practitioner listening and you have patients with MS, get in the show notes and find that research that you can participate in through Dr. Terry Walls and her, and her platform. So that way, not only are you going to be part of the research and the dramatic changes that we see in autoimmune diseases in the next 30, 40, 50 years, but you get experience change yourself, right? I mean, I'm sure you're Absolutely. putting people on the health. Yeah, so, so we'll have three arms. There is the ketogenic arm, a paleo diet arm, and then the usual diet. The usual diet arm will get a monthly uh, tips to reduce the uh, added sugar processed foods, eat more of these radical things known as vegetables. We'll get cooking tips, uh, some cooking videos, um, and then the intervention arms get trained on their intervention diet, uh, and they get um, uh, a, a chance to ask the dietitian uh, questions. We don't know which group will do the best, and it's quite possible, Dr. Kiley, that the control arm, um, which is vital for any uh, randomized uh, study, we need a control arm. It's quite possible the control arm will do just as well as the two intervention arms because. If they follow the tips that we're, we're going to give them to eat more vegetables, eat less processed food, less uh, added sugar, uh, I predict they'll do just as well as the intervention arm. We don't know. Um, and the fact that we'll have the MRIs, we'll be able to show, are we able to get the rate of brain volume loss back to the rate of healthy aging with any of these three interventions? Uh, and that is just going to be so, so exciting because I predict one of my hypotheses is that we'll be able to do that, that we will, all three arms will do well, and that we'll have, we'll stun everyone by showing a healthy aging rate of change. Because for most folks with MS, the rate of brain volume loss is three times that of healthy aging. And your study is going to monitor that, see how it improves. We're going to monitor that, we'll know. Oh, that is so cool. When does it begin? Well, it, uh, it's been going on. Uh, we were we had our first patient come in in April, uh, and we are ramped up. 
Uh, This is why I'm doing all these podcasts, to be sure that we get the word out. Uh, As I said, we've got 45 folks consented, and we have 105 more to to find. So jump in, guys. There's a limited slots. So jump in. Again, if you know of somebody with MS who has MS, if you're a practitioner who works with someone with MS, send them over. We'll get the link below. And uh, there you have it, Dr. Terry Walls, a walking testimonial that you can be beat any diagnosis. And like I say, as you've gone back to be careful about how you say things, right? I don't, I don't treat people's diagnoses. I don't treat people's symptoms. I treat them as a whole person. And we watch as we take that unhealthy body and turn it into a healthy body and just symptoms, diagnoses go away. Yeah, you know, by focusing on the creation of health, um, uh, which is what you do, which is what I do, it's what I do in my private practice. Uh, and that's what actually we teach clinicians uh, as well, um, how to do that. Uh, and then I let my conventional colleagues use the FDA treatments uh, and I let them know that they'll have to monitor, I'll have to monitor for side effects of getting healthy uh, because people may need to have their medications adjusted. Uh, and uh, we, we go over that a lot uh, for people who are on any medication that will have to monitor uh, the medication uh, so that if you have to have your medications lowered, uh, we can do that safely. Oh, that was so cool. Such a pleasure to connect with you, actually talk to you, because I've watched your journey for 22 years now, and I'm so excited to share this with my community. So thanks so much, Dr. Terry. Thank you, Dr. Kelly. November 18th, that's the day the podcast contest ends. You need to join it. To join that podcast, this podcast contest, all you have to do is subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And then jump over to the link in the show notes and let us know you did that by sharing some information. There will be 15 people who will get a signed copy of my book headed to them in, at their house and one grand prize winner who will be a practitioner who can come join our final Master Bloodwork live event on December 13th with a twist this time on December 14th. So block out the dates, 1 to 5.30 p.m. Eastern, both days. We'll do all the blood work on the 13th. We'll have a Q&A on the 14th. And then we're going to sit down for two hours together and map out our plan for 2023. It's going to be powerful. Nine hours total. Come join me, December 13th and December 14th. One grand prize winner. Everybody else, you can still come. Let's do this. Why? We're in this together. If you haven't started using a the supplement company systemic formulas and my biome in your practice, you need to. If you're someone who just wants to take incredible supplements, these are your things. In fact, I only recommend the best because you're wasting money if you're not. Usually they're junk. And you're not going to get anywhere if they're not really good quality supplements. Systemic Formulas and MyBiome will give you everything you need. Go visit their website at systemicformulas.com and MyBiome, M-Y-B-Y-O-M-E. Visit their website. If you are a practitioner, come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. And don't forget, In This Together Live with me is happening February 20th, 21st and 22nd of next year in Orlando, Florida. You can now register. Get the special early bird pricing 
and get the link to do that below. And I'll see you live and in person. And I'll probably give you the biggest hug in the world. February 20th, 21st, and 22nd, Orlando, Florida. See you in a few months.